Preview time, Dag and Barney with you to get through the footy and frothies preview. Magic rounds in the rearview mirror. We're now on to round 11 of the National Rugby League. Uh, all everyone back to their own home states and grounds and doing their best again. Uh, we kick off. Anything we've got to talk about here? No, yeah, I don't know. Well, Origin's only a couple of weeks away, so. We'll probably go with some teams um, next week. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Well, the name dumb next Sunday, aren't they? They should be. Sunday week. No, yeah, next, Sunday week. No, it'll be next Sunday because they. No, Sunday week. All right, well, yeah, some, Sunday week. But um, you're really going to need to be looking at um, obviously injuries and that will take play a big part coming into Origin time and um, yeah, big one for your super coach with your, your 13 players that you need to find come round 13. But... Is there anyone you uh, that's caught your eye? Oh, Buller! If you didn't get him last week, I think he made 80k last week. I brought him in last week. He's definitely someone. Who um, he's not a lazy fullback either. So generally, his lowest score is going to be around the thirty or forty mark. So there's some money left in him for the next three or four weeks coming into Origin time. Um, there's a go back and do a little bit of your own research. But I know Parramatta play all the big buy rounds. Uh, Manly and Newcastle play the first two coming up. So if you're looking for numbers to cover both rounds thirteen and fifteen, um, which are the big or is it 16? The big buy rounds anyway around Origin time. Parramatta, Newcastle and uh, Manly are probably some of the teams that you're looking at. People that aren't going to be picked for Origin selection, but they should be available for your side come the big buy rounds. Yeah, I'm going to give some thought to getting Torhu back. At, he's, now he's still under 600. might be worth a... I'm pretty sure the Warriors fish. play the first one in round they 13. They do. They're 13-19. Yeah. I'm good for 16. The rest, but 13's... Um... Not pretty right now, but anyway. <laughs> and he's been in tremendous form since he's come back from his injury. Um, I think he had a bit of a, a slow game the first one he came back, but he's right back at the top of his game at the moment. So definitely one to look at. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd wanted to get through and see his legs stay attached, and they have, so <laughs> going to give thought to him and uh, and maybe even Wade Egan, but he's been... I was going to say, someone like Wade Egan, um, Josh Curran, maybe someone who's been, who's been playing pretty well recently as well in that Warriors team. Um, in Newcastle, maybe someone like the, the likes of Bazu, who um, should score a few tries here and there for that Newcastle side. Fitzgibbon's been in career best form this year. Another one you could probably look at for that Newcastle side. Mm. And Manly depends on what team Manly trot out. Well, they just, they just throw points at uh, Garrick, <laughs> so he must be invited. Yeah. Give him away. Um, yeah, it's like what is what do we really say about um, Supercoach at the moment? Do you you know? People just try. You're trying to fine tune your teams. I think they have good points you've raised. I think if you're looking for someone who's maybe coming back long term, uh, we're just saying off air. David Nofaluma put in. has put two back to back. He turned up on the weekend. You still get him around that borderline 500. And the Tigers, apart from a couple of playing Souths this week and a bit later on, have a pretty good draw for the rest of the year. So if we he keeps that up, we know he's a try scorer. We know he's a tackle breaker. So someone I might give some thought to there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe bring him in for a war brick or someone with juice there. But uh, anyway, PCTC time just from this week. We've got, uh, well, Maz and Action both tip six for the round. So well done to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maz fell off a cliff missing the last two. She was on for the perfect round until the last oh, two. Oh, really? Until I got home from the pub and it all fell apart. But, you know, <laughs> not the first time that's happened in her life. Uh, in the comp itself, Gandalf's on 52 points, equal now with J-Dog, uh, who's leading our comp as well. So well done to him. 
If we scroll all the way down to the bottom of that comp in 76th position, you'll find Dagster, 77th position, Barnabas, and 79th position. Holding up the entire ladder is Ollie on 37 points. Not much more to add there, is it? I don't think I've ever tipped this badly in my life, to be honest. But um, it's, a, it's a gut feel thing at the moment because um, realistically there's probably only three or four games that you can bank on every every round and the rest of it um, comes into your opinion and um, their opinions obviously aren't great at the moment. No, they are not. So, but at least I'll it, give you a reason why I think they're going to win, even so, if it's wrong. That's all we can do. Let's get into those reasons because... Um, yeah, let's find something out of this wreckage. Uh, we kick off at Amy Park with the Storm hosting the Broncos. Uh, cracking game to start the round for the Storm. We've got... I've uh, just lost my list here. Uh, they've named the same team. They're unchanged uh, for the uh, Broncos. Same, same as well. I'm just double-checking all that. Uh, yeah, all looks in order there. Kurt Capel is being monitored for his head knock. And uh, Kamakamika is on the extended bench after being suspended, so he could come into the squad if he's up to scratch. Trick away to start the round on the bounce back here at home, the Storm. Can you tip him? I am going to tip them. Um, to mine, they're a much better team down in Melbourne. Uh, they didn't play anywhere near their best. They'd be embarrassed in the... In, the, what they put in last week, they would have wanted to at least be competitive with that side. And while the um, scoreboard said that they were partway competitive, they were realistically nowhere near competitive against the Souths, who at the moment are flying the flag as close to the best team in the comp. So I would expect a much improved uh, performance out of the guys in the spine, your six, seven, uh, one, and nine. Um, the big question mark, obviously, is the middle of the field. Brisbane could absolutely steamroll through the middle of this Melbourne pack and um, set up a comfortable victory. But on the, the I, I do ex, expect Kamakamiki to come back into this side. Nelson, the surface Solomon, can only be better from the run last week. And I think they'll be able to at least hold their own and hopefully be able to score some points out wide and down in Melbourne. And I'm going to tip them 1-12. to 12. If that's going to happen, it has to be Munster man of the match. And I'm going to go with Justin Ollam, first try scorer. Quite wet down there, I believe, at the moment as well. Does that come into your thinking at all? It um, probably makes uh, the outside backs from Brisbane a little less um, productive than what they are in the dry. And, um, yeah, the, Melbourne's probably got a few bigger bodies in the outside backs that may be able to just sort of pressure and push over the top of the outside backs. Broncos. Melbourne don't tend to lose two in a row too often, but I'm actually I'm going to stick with, except for last year when they did, they lost a whole bunch. Um, <laughs> for Brisbane, I'm going to tip Brisbane on top. I, I liked what I saw last week. I've liked what I've seen all bar one game this year. I think their size up front is going to, they'll, they'll handle Nelson, no problem. Uh, and the rest of them, you know, they're along for the ride, I suppose. Uh, and it's going to lead to their, as it has all year, lead to their outside backs to put in a show against some of these guys. You haven't been necessarily at their best. I'm going to go one to twelve Brisbane. Uh, probably not in too much doubt. Man, the match Carrigan again backing up, but realistically, it'll probably be him or Haas. First try scorer Selwyn Cobbo. He's found a bit of touch. He'll do it again. Did you give your thoughts on that? Yeah, Munster and Olam. Of course, that's, that's right. Olam may yep. just push over somebody, and if Melbourne had a win, Munster will be the man. 
Friday kicks off 6 o'clock with the Bulldogs hosting the Warriors at a core. They welcome back the Fox. Uh, he's named at the moment in his 17, which couldn't come quick enough for them. Declan Casey goes out. Harrison Edwards comes back onto the bench for Sam Hughes. For the Warriors, Jackson Ford and Kosi are both named but have uh, are just being monitored. Kyron goes onto the bench, Rocco Berry into the centres, and Montoya onto the wing. Uh, Volkman into the team, Dylan Walker onto the bench. Starting to get some troops back here. The Warriors, look, uh, they matched up to Penrith fairly well. I think the physicality here is going to... It's going to be a highlight of this game because uh, we know King and Pangate Jr. aren't going to take a backward step, but we know how thin they are in middle forwards, and the Warriors have some of the best middle forwards in a comp. That's going to count over 80 minutes. Uh, I'd like to see some attacking flair, which I guess is why Volkman comes on, but Walker off the bench might add that uh, in and around those half times. I'm going to go... I'm tempted to go 13 plus here. I'm going to go 1 to 12, uh, but probably a comfortable 1 to the Warriors. First try scorer, uh, Dallin, out wide there, and uh, man of the match, Torhu back to his best again. What are you thinking? Yeah, very nice. Um, I'm with you with the forwards. I just think, especially when the rotations come in, uh, we, we know how thin the dogs are at the moment in the middle of the field. And this is one of the better packs in the comp. So I expect them to be well in front. And then that bench rotation probably even throws them even further in front. Um, Sean Johnson's been playing close to his career best footy yet. <laughs> you know, after 15 years of playing in NRL and, I'm going to have him as man of the match because I think generally most of the attacking player does come off the back of him. Volkman is an interesting one that provides another kicking option and he does have a, a pretty good short kicking game and a short passing game as well. So uh, that could obviously add a few more points of attack to this Warriors team, which leads me to think it could be one, uh, it could be 13 plus as well. Um, I just think the dogs have been pretty spirited lately and uh, you bring back, Josh Adokar, there's probably a try in him, maybe two with a trick play or something with Burton. So might just keep it that little bit closer. I'm going to go with Cossie on the other side of the field to Dallin and have um, Warriors 1-12. to Sean Johnson, man of the match, and Cossie. To the main event, should be a cracker. We're back at Blue Bet Stadium. But mm. uh, two teams coughing and spluttering their way through the comp. Uh, Penrith probably left, so Penrith probably starting to blow out some of those cobwebs, but uh, they've named an unchanged team. Liam Martin is looming, so on the extended bench here, maybe back in. We've got uh, Egan Butcher out with his HIA, so Guzzi Crichton into the starting lineup, Fletcher <laughs> Baker into the onto the bench. And the usual suspects on the extended bench here, Turpin and Walker may come into that team. I can't tip the Roosters. I, I'm scared of the Roosters because... They've got to come good at some point, but I can't tip them off what they showed last week. I think Penrith are starting to get towards their best, uh, or at least a version of what used to be their best, and uh, they will play well enough here at home uh, to beat the Roosters. Uh, I'm going to go 1-12 to 12 again. I'm going too far out on a limb here. Dylan Edwards, absolutely outstanding, uh, and may well have the headlines Saturday morning reading about how he outplayed the New South Wales fullback. Uh, man of the match for him, and I'm going to say first try scorer. I'm going to go Scott Sorensen starting here. Bit of footwork uh, and getting over around the sixth or seventh minute mark quite early on, I reckon. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Panthers on the top as well. Um, I am definitely frightened of the Roosters. If anything, 
Uh, same with the Melbourne team, to be honest. Um, a team that knows that they should be better than what they're putting in at the moment. Embarrassed last week at Magic Ground, and if there's ever going to be a bounce-back factor, it'll be in this game. But uh, I just think Penrith have a little bit more skill and pace out wide than what the Roosters can provide at the moment. Um, there's been a few of those guys out wide for the Roosters that seem to have a decent game and then go missing for two. So, um, whereas Penrith are fairly consistent, while they haven't been anywhere near their best, they've still at least put in an average to good points from the majority of their team week in and week out, which leads me to pick them 1-12. to 12. Uh, I think they've, yeah, they've got a fraction bit more skill on the edges of the field and Cleary will be the one to unlock that and open them up with some short, uh, with some nice short passing and some kicks in behind to turn the Roosters around. And I'm going to get Brian Totlow first trust. We head to a core stadium, 3 o'clock uh, Saturday afternoon game for the Bunnies against the Tigers. Uh, they welcome back uh, who we've got here. Bunnies uh, f- as per program last week and the Tigers are the same. <laughs> plus John Bateman, who was ruled out during warm-ups, coming back into that side. Kapoa goes back to the bench, Seifarth back to 18th man. It is Doomben 10,000 Day Saturday. You can, uh, of course, get my thoughts on all of that. Uh, show us your tips uh, on Spotify and YouTube, progroupracing.com.au, as I feel for Barney at the fridge. But... Um, I'm hoping I'm not flicking over the Doom in 10,000 and this won't be too harsh a beating that the Bunnies are going to dole out here. I'm going to go 13 plus, but I think it ticks over later. hope the Tigers put up some fight and match them through the middle for a good chunk of this game. Latrell and Cody absolutely on fire. They'll do the same here as they have done for the last few weeks. Latrell Mitchell, two try assists and two tries. I'm predicting this week. Man of the match, first try scorer, Alex Johnson out wide. Yeah, I've got some concerns for the Tigers around this one. I'm not sure they've got enough in their defensive line to contain this South's outfit. Um, there's just too many points of attack for, for mine. And um, if they don't, it might, may take them 20 minutes, half an hour to find the points to really start pressing those buttons of the Tigers. But I think by the end of this one, they'll be, they'll be wreaking havoc on the Tigers at the back end of this game. I've got South's 13 plus. We're going to go with Walker, man of the match again. He's been in everything that they've done recently and his ball playing's been fantastic. So I, I, they're seeing chucking in two or three try assists in this and maybe grabbing one for himself for a man of the match performance. And I think they were they were pretty um, reluctant to go right last week. So I think they may just open up on the right-hand side this, uh, this time and we can go back to Campbell Graham for the first try scorer. I do think that the Tigers will put in a, a decent performance for themselves and... Um, but I, I think it'll break open late in this game and the Souths will just have too much for them. Beauty. Uh, Country Bank Stadium hosts the 5.30 game where Todd Payton's named an unchanged 17 with the Cowboys hosting the Dragons. Uh, and we have all the same for the Dragons as well with Hunt starting at halfback, but we expect will uh, slot into the nine there. Look, uh, <laughs> I don't know whether to trust him yet, but I'm going to say going home off the back of a win, surely that's a springboard for the Cowboys. It's the Dragons. Uh, and they're playing the Dragons. They can put the Dragons down into wooden, well and truly into wooden spoon uh, territory here. Uh, I'm going to say Cowboys. I'm actually thinking maybe 13 plus the more I think about this. This could open up late again uh, and heads could start dropping if they concede some points. 
quick point, um, or a succession of points quickly, I should say. Uh, Drinkwater will be involved with many of them points. Can give him man of the match and first try scorer. Yeah, those edges, hey? I'm going to go with Tualangi. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, that's been their lead, most lethal combination for the entirety of this year, even when they weren't playing well. It was Holmes and Tualangi that were realistically their only points of, of attack, apart from Drinkwater linking up with somebody on the opposite side of the field. I'm going to go Dean, man. The match, I think his running game through the middle of the field will be enough to um, get in and around a few of these lazy forwards that you see from the Dragons every now and then, especially back through the middle and um, have him man of the match. I was tossing up between 1 to 12 and 13 plus as well, but more that you think about it, the more you've seen the Dragons just open up and drop their head, especially towards the back end of the games. If they're more than sort of one or two tries out of it, they basically just roll over and present their belly for belly rub. So <laughs> we'll go with the Cowboys 13 plus. Dude, man of the match. I'm going to go with Val Holmes, first try scorer, possibly second and third as well. And actually, the more you think about the Dragons, it doesn't look good. There was uh, the Herald suggested today that apparently Bird and Sewer are trying to ring around and look yes. for other options. And yeah, I could get very ugly very quickly. Bird apparently Dragons. called Danny straight away and said, I don't know what you're talking about before the story did even come out. So I don't know what's yeah. happened there. <laughs> so we'll see what, uh, yeah. Generally, that happens when there's smoke, there's fire, as they say. Mm hmm. What the fuck do we do with this game? The Raiders and the yes. Eels are down at GIO. Raiders coming off four in a row now. Uh, mm. And they get Albert Hopawade back with Savage dropping out of the side. Uh, interesting. Jake Arthur comes strange. in for Moses. Who's... I didn't think Savage was bad. No, I didn't mm. either. Um, actually give him a bit of pace. So that's uh, whether I suggest actually thinking about it. It's the fear of Makasivo absolutely using him like a speed hump for 80 minutes. Possibly. So I would suggest that's probably the thinking, yeah. Uh, Arthur, as I said, comes in for para. I don't know fucking idea. I... Mm. I'm tipping golden point. I'm tempted to tip a draw because that's how mad this game could be. I'm tipping 32-30 one or another. Yeah. For the sake of a tip, I'm, I'm going to lean towards... Parramatta, just because Dylan Brown may have a repeat of last week and maybe more dominant given he'll be the dominant half on the field with no Moses and see him taking a lot of ball. Uh, but this is going to go both ways, as I said. Brown man of the match, Para 1-12 to and first try scorer, Junior Barlow. Yeah, I don't think Parramatta missed the same trick two weeks in a row. I expect them to... Um really focus on the middle of the field, for the, especially for the first 20 or 30 minutes in this game because that's where the where the Raiders are going to be coming. That's that's their strength. It always has been oh, well, since, what, so it is a great It is a great forward clash. Great forward clash. It's, 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 been their, um, it's been their strong suit for the last three or four years and that's where they're going to be coming. So I expect them to really uh, concentrate on that middle of the field and as long as they can hold the Raiders early in this one, if Dylan Brown's anywhere near as good as he was last weekend, Weekend, yeah, the weekend just gone. They could win 13 plus, but for mine, I'm going to have a man of the match. Sibo first try again. Um, he's always the biggest threat in this Parramatta team if they can get the ball to him in a decent position. And um, yeah, Parramatta 1 to 12, just because of how good the Raiders have been with their commitment in the last four weeks. Wouldn't surprise me if they do get blown out at the end of the game. 
if Parramatta can contain the forward pack for long enough. Sunday kicks off with the most Sunday of all Sunday games, the Knights and the Titans at McDonald Jones Stadium. I think says Sunday afternoon football, 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon football like that. Uh, the Knights are back from Bali. Good on them. Kurt Mann still out with his alleged abdominal injury. Phoenix Crossan to hooker. Adam Elliott's back, which is good. Uh, the Eels get Cruz Lemming back on the bench with Keno Keeney out. Uh no AJ just yet, and he's not on an extended bench. <coughs> Aaron Shoop and Co. Ah, hmm. what do you think here? Still kind of sorry for Shoop. I don't think he did anything wrong to be dropped. To be honest, but um, apparently he played um, back row in reserve grade and was very very good at it. So we'll see what that all means. Yeah, right. Okay. Hmm. Um, I'm worried about a freshened up Knights and basically just a game of touch footy. To be honest, if the Titans do play touch footy with the Knights, it brings them into this game and uh, really gives them an option to win. But um, if they play the way they did last week, which is um, the constant pressure through the middle of the field and getting David Fafita heavily involved, they should win and um, they should do it pretty comfortably. I think uh, with David Fafita being man of the match, if he can be involved like he was early in this one and for the majority of the game, realistically, um, he can set up tries, score one himself and Titans win 1-12. to more I think about it, I want to go 13 plus, but I am worried about a, a fre- freshened up nights and a bit of touch footy. So I'll stick to the 1 to 12, the Titans. David Feeder, man of the match. I'm going to go with Newcastle score the first try, though, with Marzouks. Yeah, Titans uh, tend to love these last try, try wins uh, games, and this is what we're going to get here. I can see again a high scoring game, uh, you know, 50 plus on across both teams. I'm going to go with the Titans. Similar to you, I th- just think the Titans forward pack have found their rhythm with Mo, Tino, Fafita. Uh, Randall has got a bit of a better feel for leading around too, so I like what they've yep. been producing there. I don't like what they've been producing in their edge defence, and that's where uh, Mazu and Bradman Best and co. are going to come into this game. Uh, just as a point of difference, I sort of agree with what you said, but as a point of difference, I'm going to give Mans a match to four and again, uh, just because he'll be one inside Fafita, and you said Fafita... First try scorer, Khan Pereira. But I am scared. The piece of the puzzle for the Queensland Origin team that's missing is Kalen Ponga. I wonder if we see Origin Ponga start coming. Mm -hmm. There's a bit more space, a bit more... uh, A couple of runs. An edge defence is not going to rush him as badly. We'll see what that that produces. But uh, we may not. He may not be with us anymore, but... Maybe the most interesting thing of the weekend, actually, seeing how he plays here. Yeah, and I'm really, I still really want to see him link up with Lachlan Miller. I yeah. think that could be a fantastic attacking assault on both sides of the field if they were to start working together. But they seem to be purposefully going out of the way not to be involved in each other's uh, work. So yeah. we'll see what it produces. It, it actually, the more I think about it. Is very interesting, but I'll, I'll keep that one up my sleeve. What's also interesting, uh, we've got double bounce back factor here. Can either of these teams or both these teams bounce back <laughs> at Four Pines Park? Where I believe the Seagulls have a decent record uh, over the Sharks. Four. Oh yeah, the Sharks have beaten them twice in about ten years. I think. Yeah, wow. got a very similar record to what they produced against Canberra, which is they never beat. So. <laughs> yeah, well, can they beat them here with uh, Schuster named on extended bench? And uh, 
not much else changes, really. That's it. He may come in. Parker and Cool are still the centres. Uh, Fanukan started off the bench last week, but he's been named to start this week with uh, what we expect, McGuinness on the bench. What do you reckon? Yeah, a little bit more impact with Fanukan moving back into the middle of the field, especially in that first 20 minutes or so. Um, yeah, if Unless Manley's... Um, attack with their defence comes through in this game, which is what they've done the couple of times that they've won. I, I don't expect them to get anywhere near the Sharks, to be honest. Um, but again, the Sharks were horrible last week. So I, th- I think they'll be embarrassed in what they put out last week up at Magic Ground and the way that they were pretty comfortably dispatched by a team that you would consider would be, wouldn't be their equal realistically if they're both playing at their best football. So... I think there'd be a bit of embarrassment factor here and the Sharks will really go out of their way to try and grind Manly into the, the core of the earth in this game. Um, Nico, mum's been released this week. He's come to live with him. So um, hopefully that, that might be a bit of a burden that he may have, may have carried into last week's game with the, the court case and all the rest of it. So may free him up a little bit this week. Who knows? But generally when the Sharks win, Nico gets man of the match. And I am expecting near near Cora to um, have a really good game up against Kelma Tuolangi, who seems um, allergic to making one-on-one tackles against his <laughs> opposition. So um, if you can get Nikora one-on-one with Tuolangi, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets one a try, at least probably a double. So. I'm going to tip the Sharks. Uh, scared a little bit because I'm scared of... Um... Well, first of all, them having to get to to Manly and play there, but um, also the fact that I just think that if we're going to see that physical Sea Eagles pack, this might be the pack they pick out to really try and hammer and, and belt yeah, some, uh, try and belt out of the game. Small forward pack. But I'm thinking, um, we I'm thinking the drier conditions we see the crisper backline move from the Sharks, and the edge defence has been diabolical at times for the Sea Eagles. So I think they run a mark Talakai. Big game last week. I think he backs up again here and uh, gets a try or two. So I'm going to give him the first one. And as you said, realistically, he might be outstanding, but Nico's going to be at the centrepiece of it all. Uh, looking forward to it, though, because um, just a different setup, dry track. Very interesting. Have we got a... Uh, oh, got to get our punters disaster class. We'll keep this short because we both blow, did fuck all last week, didn't we? Yeah, we both lost another 50, which just continually adds to the 50 we seem to lose every single week. So, this uh, is really a ringing endorsement here. We're coming last in tipping and uh, can't, can't back away. Can't find you any money either. Yeah. So, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> I'm minus $172.50 11 weeks into the to this year. Baggy's minus 360 we both did only miss by one leg this week with the Sharks, which a lot of people would have had in their bets, no matter who you are, I would imagine. But uh, I've gone with three teams I think were, are better than what they p- produced last week and maybe a little bit embarrassed. I'm going to go with three upsets in the Storm. Or I don't think the Storm's an upset. I think they're favourite. But realistically on form, they are an upset. Storm, Roosters, Parramatta, $20 gives you $10.50. Sharks and Titans, one to twelve on the on a Sunday double. That'll get you nine dollars thirty. I'm going to have twenty dollars on that. And in the um, the Bulldogs Warriors game, we're going to go both bookers to at any time. 
get you twenty dollars and twenty five cents and dollars on that. I'm gonna go throw out some same game multis here and you know, twenty bucks on Herbie and Jordan Ricky both to score down south. That's eleven bucks there. I'm going to go in a Newcastle game. I think there's going to be plenty of points. For feeder, Khan Pereira and Marzu anytime. 20 bucks on that. That's 750 And two big boppers getting over the line in the Canberra-Eels game. I can see a lot of uh, runs being targeted under the posts, and they may mm-hmm. come up both ways. You're getting $81 for Papai and Bolo both to score. I think that's worth 5 bucks if you're so inclined. I'm having 10 on it for the record here. Uh, beautiful. Sure, you said ten. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What's got you frothing? Uh, Sunday masterclass, back row masterclass. I think David Vito uh, will absolutely tear uh, Newcastle a, another um, orifice and cause all sorts of problems out wide for for Newcastle. And I can see him being the close to the best player in the field. And then you go to the Sharks and man the game. Definitely hyped up for Neocora to put a um, a masterclass on Tuolangi, but you could also add Olakawatu to that as well, as I'm pretty sure he's running at Matt Moylan. <laughs> so he <laughs> could absolutely cause all sorts of devastation on that side of the field as well. Yeah, take them into account for your, your respected... your Tri-doubles, anytime tri-scorers. We haven't discussed this, but I was thinking the same way. I'm excited for Sunday. I think both all four teams could be suited by dry daytime footy. Absolutely. Yep. And uh, I want to see what, yeah, if Shars can bounce back. And, I, and as I said, I'm sort of a bit excited to see if Ponga can find some of his best because uh, heading to Origin from a Queensland point of view, it's when they tend to find their best about now. And we haven't seen it for a while. I wouldn't mind at least getting a sniff of what Newcastle can offer. They've been pretty entertaining. Um for the first part of the well. year. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely interested to see that. Uh, and a little bit the same and a little bit scared of what the South might do during the day as well on a dry track. But uh, I assume it's dry in Sydney, to be honest. Let's hope it's just dry for every game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's right. You know I've said that, and I'm pretty sure it's going to piss down on Saturday. Down yeah, <laughs> anyway, it's been Footy and Frothy's Barn. Good job, mate. Thank you, mate. And you? Thanks for listening. We will be back next Tuesday night from the Grey Gums Hotel to talk about what happened and where we got it all wrong. Take care, guys. Absolutely. Bye. Good night.